Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Vets Outside of the Box. We're your hosts, I'm Chris. I'm Desmond. And in this episode, we are talking about the importance of writing your own autobiography and the characteristics of MPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder, and how you will never truly be enough for the individuals that suffer from it. As always, before we get into the episode, we would like to encourage you to rate, share, and subscribe to the podcast in whatever app you may be listening through currently. Also, before we get started on the topics, definitely wanted to um, say that we're glad to be back. And while we apologize for the delay, um, it, it really is important to us, Desmond and I talk about this all the time, to uh, give 100% to the pod. And if we're not at 100%, it's, it's very difficult for us to do that. Life uh, threw us a few uppercuts over the past couple of weeks, um, multiple deaths in the family, as well as major illness and things of that nature. So... Uh, it's really tough to pod through that. So um, while we do apologize for the delay, and we're trying to make it up by doing uh, an episode this week as well as the next week just to catch back up because we really enjoy um, the pod. And, and like I said, it's therapeutic for us as well as just uh, really great to hear feedback from, from all the listeners. Um, Desmond, do you have anything you wanted to say to them? Yeah, just, um, I just wanted to say that we greatly appreciate you. And as we... Um, try to put out this content and everything just um, respectively want to say we, we want to be at our 100% and everything. so though um, we do apologize for a delay and everything we want to be able to be in a better place to help others um, and I believe you know as we talked before and everything and agree that one of the things to kind of be able to do that is make sure we wear ourselves and everything and try to take care of ourselves in the process, uh, making sure that we're hundred percent ourselves and everything that we're as close as we can um, to be able to, you know, get this content out to you guys. Yeah, that's, that's super important, man. I'm always glad we're on, we're on the same page there. Um, <laughs> like we said, our first topic um, that we're going to kind of get right into tonight Um Desmond, what thoughts or advice would you give someone when it comes to the writing your own biography piece? Like, what does that what does that mean to you, and and how has that shaped kind of how you live your life currently? Um. So, all right, I, I kind of I'll start that off with um, just asking. Okay, so like, Chris, have you ever like failed at anything? Like, failed at <laughs> Man, too many times to count. <laughs> So did it stop you though? Nah, I man, you got to keep on pushing her. Yeah, it's just it's pointless. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like um, I don't know. It was we was told this in the military and everything, but the Marines said, you know, their own slogan um, to help their soldiers and, and you know, to help them in uh, certain mindsets and everything, right? Uh, to improvise, adapt, and overcome. So would you agree? We can't always control our lives or control everything in it, right? Oh, no, man. I think the funnily enough, without a doubt, that's one of the more impactful aspects of life that the military personally really helped me understand. Right. Because most yeah. of the time, you know, you're coming in at the bottom. You really have little choice in almost anything w when it comes to <laughs> that particular piece. Exactly. And so, like in those times and everything, trying to go for peace, but at the same time, like don't just settle for the cards that you've been dealt and everything. Like a lot of things, as we say, you can't really control or anything. You, you can't, um, you know, being born into a, a certain family or uh, being in a certain environment and everything that you were, were brought up in, 
no, you can't really control that. But at the same time, um, what you can control yourself and everything and just what you do, how you react in those situations, <clears throat> kind of shuffle those cards, uh, if you will, um, and just try to, in a way, go for certain goals and everything. Go, you know, saying to uh, the extra mile and everything. Uh, as we had stated before, a lot of people look at, you know, saying others and their success and everything and look at uh, where they're at currently, you know, um, like us with the podcast and everything or with our, our jobs and all, you know, um, but at the same time, we had to start from somewhere. And I think that's a, a thing that's often missed. Um, the grind that people put in, you know, especially being in the military and everything, we see people at certain ranks and all, but they don't get the backstory, you know, saying the struggle of going through the ranks and everything, and you know, saying not really having much respect going towards you uh, at all um, or, you know, uh, really just dug in and everything, but building yourself up to the point where you've earned that, you know what I'm saying? You earned those stripes and everything. You earned that, that tab, you earned that, you know, saying that rank, <clears throat> those uh that diploma tab you know saying you put in work for that it just wasn't given to you um and for those you know saying that some it is different but at the same time when you put in that work and everything the reward is so much greater you know what I'm saying because you put in a lot of grind for that you know yeah that that's a big one man yeah it, it's you know what it's probably a stupid analogy but i relate it to like i'm i like sunflower seeds and pistachios like for some reason they taste better to me when they're shelled right because i got to go through all the mm -hmm. hard work to get them out of there obviously mm -hmm. i can pay a little more and get them unshelled but i don't know there's just something a little less satisfying about it and um yeah i think i know we talk about it all the time but it's very you know you hit on a lot of points that i agree with in particular like you know, that's that Drake song about, you know, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. And I think exactly. a lot of people have the tendency to maybe tell you that you're lucky or something like that. But like you said, they haven't seen the grind and the, and the backstory. They, have, they don't have the historical data of what went into that. Like, obviously, people are a little more aware now about certain privileges, or at least they're saying they're aware. And it's tough for me, even like, especially in career wise, when people say you're lucky because... I don't really believe in luck in that way. I think there's opportunities and you have to try mm -hmm. to seize them when you can. And like you said, there is a lot you can't control, but that's what makes the parts you can control so much more uh, important because there is certain exactly. aspects to it. I can't control. I can control the experiences that I have. I can control um, the knowledge that I end up possessing and things like that. And um, it's really interesting because from a career perspective, I network with a lot of people and, maybe even have video calls and, and everybody always speaks to how unorthodox my background is and, and unique my path was. But like, I just feel like that's a normal thing in life for me personally. Like um, there was all these steps that led up to it. And it's like you said, it's literally like writing your own autobiography. Technically mm -hmm. we're writing our autobiographies right now. And that's where I think it becomes even more of a tragedy when you see people write their ending in, in a sense of, exactly. you know, maybe taking their own life because you know i guarantee you, you had more chapters and you were gonna you know be able to do more things but you know you chose to write that ending so um it's tough but at the same time i think the more people realize they're writing their own biography and maybe if they hear it maybe they can understand how important it is to you know place those stepping stones um 
to make because life is hard for everyone. I mean, there's perspectives yeah. on that, but either way, it's going to be hard regardless of what you're doing. And you brought up failure and things like that. And I'm big on like motivational speaking and anybody that's ever motivationally spoke when they speak about these uh, legendary individuals. I'm a big sports guy. So to be like a Michael Jordan or a Kobe Bryant, they're always talking about how hard they worked and, and just how much work they put in. And, and it's all about the stuff you're doing when nobody's looking either, right? Things start to look easy when you're putting in the work every day in the background, you know, and building that up. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, it's one of those things where it's just so important to write that autobiography and just make sure that you can control what you can control. And um, some opportunities exactly. just don't come up and you, the crazy thing is every time that I've failed and all the greatest, most successful people have failed way more than they've not failed. Right. Mm -hmm. But every time that I think I've failed and, and a door has closed, it's weirdly mm -hmm. opened other doors that weren't, that didn't seem possible previous to that. You know, like it's mm -hmm. almost like failing into success is what I consider it. Like you think you're failing the whole time, but you're constantly like getting a new success somewhere else, you know? Yeah. It's, um, what you gain in the process and everything, you know what I'm saying? You're not starting from square one. You're going off of uh, that experience and everything, right? So when you had failed and in, in, in whatever it was, right, <clears throat> you had something to go off of from that step of failure where you was able to step off of that, whether or not to uh, keep, you know what I'm saying, going in that or let me go a different approach, you know what I'm saying? But you was able to have a different aspect of what it was. Um, and so uh, I think in that it, it builds you up and everything, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you you kind of look past that failure, you know what I'm saying? Take it as a, a lesson and not a loss, you know? Yeah, and that's, I think, the key, right? Failure always yeah. breeds a different experience. And like you said, it's not like you're starting from zero anymore. You at least know what mm -hmm. not to, like, and I take, and I think that's, that's just me in a lot of ways in life. I always learn a lot from what I've done that did, from what I've done that didn't work at all. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of, uh, knowledge built in all those failures. And, um, believe me, I, I've had a ton. And so I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm due for successes a lot based on how many failures I've had. So, uh, I mean, it's just exciting, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know what I'm saying? It's something that, um, we at times we don't like to admit or anything like that. You know, uh, I like to try to, uh, be a handyman, you know what I'm saying? And try to do things on my own and, and working on my vehicles and everything and, and all. Um, and you know, saying just like we was talking about earlier and everything, uh, attending a vehicle and stuff and just finding out is it, is it, it wasn't easy as I thought it was, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, finding my place and everything, uh, where I can improve at and all. Because if you don't try, you, how would you even know? You know what I'm saying? Um, and it, it kind of comes with, you know, saying when life gives us these curveballs and all, right? Um, it's not like a video game. We can't reset or anything like that. You know, um, as you said, sadly, when we choose to end that page and everything in that, that storyline, that's it. Um, and it's, it's something where, uh, talking with others, uh, talking with people, I, I kind of, especially all the stuff that's going on with the pandemic and everything, man, um, you know, some illnesses and all like, on our tombstone, we we have when we're born, a dash, and when we die. You know what I'm saying? And it's so important in what we do in that dash. 
you know, we we think that we have all the time in the world for things, but we don't even know when that card is going to be pulled. You know, try to keep yeah, going, great. try to keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? We, like you said, we all have our struggles. It may be different from others and everything. You know what I'm saying? But we all have a struggle. We all in the same game, right? Um, it's just, you know what I'm saying, trying to get through it, encouraging each other and all because, you know what I'm saying, like I said, we all got something that's going on. Um, we just got a different, you know what I'm saying, hand. No um, doubt. Somebody somebody may be struggling with, you know what I'm saying, mental stuff and everything, things of the family and all, and somebody else may be struggling with money. They look at that person that's struggling with mentalness, uh, mental health or uh, struggles in the family and all, and be like, man, you, you got it, man. You're rich and all. That's all they're focusing on. They're not seeing the struggle in it. You know what I'm saying? Not even thinking uh, to get to that point of success and all. That person had a grind, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, just was, like he was saying with, the, you know, saying sports and everything, you know, with Allen Iverson and everything, with so many others, you know, that uh, – Michael Jordan, Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Like you see them out on the court and everything. And you know what I'm saying? You see them as these crates and everything. You see LeBron out there just making baskets and stuff. And you know what I'm saying? Steph Curry hitting threes, like it's nothing, <laughs> but kind of forget about all the hard work that they put in to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, when people look at your, you know, saying your credentials and everything, they look, actually look into it once you, start catching people's eyes and all. It's like, man, who's this guy? You know what I'm saying? He's making headway and everything. Let's, let's look into Chris and all and be like, man, this is kind of unorthodox. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> man, this dude is in the same position, but he got he got this and that. He's like, look, man, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have to work the same problem to get the same answer, you know? Um, two plus two is four, but also one plus three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's multiple ways um, to get there multiple ways to get there just because you know saying you had to go down this path and everything or you had to do this doesn't mean you know saying it's the same for me you know what i'm saying um if god has it in his plan he's going to get you there you know no matter how much the enemy try to slow you down or what he's trying to throw at you or everything and if it's in god's will it's going to happen yeah no you know one performed against you shall prosper right <laughs> that's it that's it fam. yeah that's why um so it's, you know, saying it's, uh, it is, you know, saying, uh, such a, a crazy thing, you know, saying you weren't with me shooting in the gym, you know what I'm saying? And that's, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's when nobody else is there, when nobody else is looking, you know what I'm saying? What, what you putting, putting in and it's a battle, you know what I'm saying? This is something that it's always, it's something that someone is working through or having a struggle and all, but write that story and everything to, to make it through. You know what I'm saying? Don't settle for that. Can continue on, keep pushing and everything because you don't even know, like somebody else is probably looking, somebody else is listening in and, you know, so they may be going through something similar or, you know what I'm saying? They may have some insight, you know, and so then have a, have a little help with that, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you can to keep that autobiography going so you can continue on to the next page and make it to the next chapter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As one close out, you keep on going. You feel them? Yeah, that's huge, man. I, th I think you hit on a lot of key points that, that I definitely think uh, hopefully a lot of people are listening to. Like you said, firstly, everybody's struggles have different perspectives, right? You got people that mm -hmm. are financially well off and 
it's true what they say, money doesn't buy happiness, because you see there's a certain state of diminishing returns. Once you've had all these nice things, you're not like those other things just don't bring you like there's just a point of uh, diminishing returns. And so you see them still having the same, if not worse, struggles mentally and and and, and then that autobiography early and, and on their own terms and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. struggles perspective based, but we all have something to give back to this world. And I think, you know, they do a lot of studies <laughs> on people on their deathbed and what things they regret and like the top mm-hmm. three things are the things they didn't get to do in life. Like say you wanted to skydive, you could have wrote that chapter a long time ago, but you, mm-hmm. you know, you decided to do other things. Um, and then obviously spending time with their loved ones and things like that. There's a lot of things that they wish they had more time for. And like you said, particularly every time somebody passes away before you expected them to, um, it, that's, it's just a part of like what you said. Exactly. Like people always, we always think we have more time. So that's the, one of the more tragic, um, stories of life. We always think we had more time to do something when we really, in reality, don't know that, you know, and, and a lot of times yeah. we don't. So if you start writing the next chapter, I mean, personally, I want every chapter to be more exciting than the last until the end, you know what I mean? So I feel like there's a lot of things I haven't got to um, experience in life or haven't been able to experience. So uh, I'm excited to continue writing chapters for as long as, um, you know, the Lord sees fit. For real, man. And I encourage that for so many others as well. You know, like, we said it's it's gonna be it's gonna be some tough times and everything. And as we look for the next chapter to be so exciting and everything, like you said, like money doesn't buy happiness. Uh, you know, saying the certain things that we think will make us happy and all. Um, God is our peace and everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's one of the things that's crazy enough. Like, all right, so. One of the people, you know, saying uh, that comes to mind when we, we talk about, you know, saying going through those early struggles and everything. Right. Um, Mike Tyson. Right. Uh, man, he was a kid. He grew up poor. He was yeah. fighting, you know, saying fighting every, part all the time. time. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Get um, out the mud. for real. And but the thing is, look where he's at now. And that's one of the things like some uh, someone he was interviewing someone and they had this goal of attaining, you know, saying money and uh, material things and all. And he was like, okay, so what's going to happen when you get that? And the guy, you know, saying he didn't really have an answer. Right. And that's the thing, you know, saying, are you going to be at peace once you get that? You know, it's just like those individuals that want to get, you know, saying a certain amount of money and everything. Okay. So what's going to happen when you get to that? And, at times and everything, it's like, man, this is not enough. Um, I got to get more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, when is when is more going to be enough though? Um, you're going to continue to raise those those uh, those means and everything, the living and all. Um, and then too, like you said, money doesn't buy happiness. Look at so many that have money and everything that is just totally lost. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that have passed away and everything, and it, where does it go to? You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't um, take it with you. <laughs> you can't, man. You know, so like you said, so many like the be on the deathbed and everything and really wish they invested more into the small things. You know what I'm saying? The things that we take for granted. Because the thing is, the most important things is not what we can spend and what 
we physically can touch and all. It's the things that we can take for granted. And that's the most valuable thing, I think, in my own opinion, is time. It's incredibly valuable. You can't really put a price on it. Even though you may get paid by the hour, like what about the times when you're not getting paid? It's it's, a... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All the people with the most money in the world, they can't buy the time, unfortunately. No. So as you going through that struggle and everything, continue to rejoice and everything to God and everything, give him praise because you still have that time. You still there. Take a note of those lessons and everything and keep on pushing because he's blessing you through it. You know what I'm saying? Um, We go back to it and all, but I'll go, you know, saying I'll say it again, hunt for the good stuff. Find that positive, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not saying to kind of not even notice what's going on if you're in a situation or anything. No, take account of it and everything. Take account of how you feel and what you're going through. But at the same time, um, try to keep on pushing forward and look at the positive light and everything. Take in something uh, that's going to help you get through, you know? Yeah, that's key, man. And I think it's great coming from a person like Mike Tyson because – his story is, is a particularly interesting Great. one, it's phenomenal, you know, being that he's raised up poor, then he comes like one of the richest guys out there. Then there's that fall from grace and everybody thinks he's yeah. crazy. And now he's coming back in the money and flourishing again. He fought against the demons. He's back. And now he's more fulfilled yeah. than ever. And, um, you know, this is a guy who had tigers, like pets, like he could buy any, you know what I mean? So, you know, he mm-hmm. has, he's speaking from experience there. And it's similar if you've ever, I mean, maybe it's just me, but anything I've ever wanted in life from a material perspective, as soon as I get it within like a certain amount of time, I'm just unfulfilled with it. I'm like, what's next? You know what I mean? It's like, nah, exactly. that's not going to satisfy me. Some of the most enriching mm-hmm. chapters in my life have not been anything that you can reach out and really touch. It's like the love of my wife and my children, the genuine love and support from people that really care for me. Shoot. I mean, when, when I was writing my autobiography, you know, this podcast wasn't a chapter that I thought I'd write, but here I am. And I really feel like it's something that, um, I feel is a huge part of, of my life. And I, and I would, and I'm looking forward to it continuing, but, uh, part of me yeah. realized I wish I had written those chapters a bit earlier. True, but at the same time, you wouldn't have the content, you wouldn't have the knowledge, the experience to kind of put into it that you you do now. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, so it, it's I, I think it's a reason for it, um, as well as you know, saying if it was uh, earlier and everything, you know, saying the same values that you have now, that family and everything, the love from your wife and from the kids and all, it'll probably be a little bit different. And so that's one of the things, uh, just being able to resonate with our brothers and sisters in arms, you know what I'm saying? Just, uh, going through so many sacrifices and everything, you know what I'm saying? It's stuff that we kind of take for granted back home, you know, um, being overseas and being in training and all, even if it's in the same state, like at times you're still not able to contact family, you know what I'm saying? You're still not able to let them know everything is good. And then to having the, uh, the thoughts and all of what is going on back home, you know what I'm saying? What is going on with the kids and stuff, uh, with your, your spouse, your partner, you know what I'm saying? And, um, it's a lot that we kind of take advantage of, you know, um, where you kind of, you appreciate that time and everything. You appreciate those moments and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Those little things that we kind of overlook and all we, get it frustrated and stuff, you know, saying at times and everything, but 
um, just like when we go through a certain struggle, it's only temporary. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, just looking for that positivity and everything and that enjoyment. Don't take a permanent uh, solution to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's joy in the morning. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not forever. That's very true. Yeah, that's a, that's a statement a lot of people hopefully hear. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, sir. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I feel like, man, the autobiography is crazy. Wait until, you know, we write these next chapters, man. It's, I feel like it's going to be a whole different book. <laughs> it's crazy. Man, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> got plenty of ink for it, man. God willing. And sit there and just, man, like you said, write some exciting chapters and everything and being able to help others in, along the way. Yeah. So I'm, you want to you wanna go ahead? Oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm excited. No, no, no. You're good. Um, yeah, so... So, you know, another area we wanted to dive into in, in that, which is a aspect of, um, that affects your mental health, especially if you, if you've dealt with this before, or maybe you deal with it in the future, hopefully not. Um, just the characteristics of a narcissistic personality disorder and just the realization that you will never be truly enough, you know, for the individuals that suffer from it. Um, how, how do you feel about that, Desmond? Man, uh, I'll tell you this much. The devil ain't going to like it. The devil ain't going <laughs> to like this. Um, <laughs> it's all good. God got us. But, man, so this one, um, it it can be something uh, where I don't want to diagnose anyone. I don't want to make it where we're, like, experts or anything on this. Um, it's just, you know, saying our research and everything. And, we want to uh, give information where you can do your own research, you know, um, on this topic. Um, but I, I want to and just encourage others um, if they experience this or have, you know, to seek help or, you know, saying, like I said, just look more into it um, and what it does and everything. So uh, this, it, it kind of goes from, um, our episode, Thug Life, you know, saying that the hate you give, little infants, it's everybody, right? Um, and with this, you know, um, with these behaviors and everything uh, that kind of stem from this is, you know, MPD, right? Um, which is also known as narcissistic uh, personal disorder. Um, certain characteristics and everything that uh, individual uh, may have and everything or, or lack, such as, you know, empathy. Um, it's, it's something where it's difficult for that individual to have. Um, it's difficult for them to kind of give and everything. Um, whereas for people, you know, so they, they wire differently, so to speak. Um, and it may, you know, saying at times as well, where people have similar traits or behaviors based on how they were raised, what their environment was growing up. Um, and so one of the, the things is um, having a, a professive, you know, saying grandiosity, or it's kind of like, it's all about me, um, where, you know, saying it's not really much care for that other person, for that partner. Um, it's just their own admiration. Um, so I say that to, you know, kind of ask, do you think like 
have you ever came in contact with anyone that you think may have had, you know, some of these kind of behaviors and everything, just looking into the research and stuff and just kind of um, anything that popped out at you that kind of made you question like, man, I, I probably bumped into somebody like this, you know, <laughs> without a doubt. And um, it's one of the particular parts of the podcast that really excites me the most is um, we're really out there researching topics like this. And this is not going to be the only topic based on personality disorders or things involving mental health or anything involving an acronym that we will touch on. I guarantee you mm-hmm. uh, in future episodes, we will have uh, similar conversations regarding different types of disorders. Um, and some of them are very personal to us. Um, like I said, when you had texted me about the MPD stuff, uh, I know I had personally, I started looking into it on the surface level and I was like, Oh man, I'm not liking what I'm seeing here. I feel like I have a lot of these traits. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I had talked to my wife about it too, but then when I started to really do the research, it's like, it's not just one or two traits. Right. And, and sometimes you can misinterpret some stuff like, right. Like I have a sense of confidence about me, but like, I also am feel very humbled a lot of times. And I understand yeah. that like, I'm not the greatest thing since sliced bread. Like there's just a very different, it's very different for the individuals that suffer from MPD. It's like, and you'll know if you've ran into them more than likely. I mean, it's not that hard to see someone who really truly lacks empathy and is only thinking about their, what they can benefit from or, or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I've definitely for sure ran into a couple people in my life. And it's really unfortunate when you do, because um, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth and, and hopefully you're not engaged in relationships with these people. Um, like you may work yeah. with somebody who has it right. And you may have to have a relationship, but hopefully it's not like your significant other or, um, you know, somebody you're really close with because it can be very draining to deal with those type of people. And, um, I, I don't see, you know, you, in part of my research, you find these like buzz with like surviving narcissistic, you know, and people with MPD. And it's like, it really does feel like you're trapped. And the only way to really survive mm-hmm. these people is to kind of just break ties. There's no, like, you're not going to win. You're not going to all of a sudden elevate your importance above these people. Like it's just, it really is the clout. Their, their brains are so clouded with that grandiose sense of like, everyone's kind it's of about on, me. you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like all, they work for me and everything. Yeah. Exactly. It's like literally like they run the world in a sense and you're just a pawn in their, in their tool, you know, in their, in their chest set. So it really is unfortunate, but, um, I think you kind of know when you see this type of person. So it is, it is unfortunate, but, um, luckily mm-hmm. I haven't dealt with too many, people that I can't cut out of my life that, that are that way. You know, I don't, I don't have a, like a real exactly. big problem cutting ties with folks. So I just can't deal with it on a personal level, but how about you, man? And, uh, I definitely, uh, had some, some close ones and everything, <laughs> um, and experienced them in the, uh, in the workforce and all, um, uh, you know, so it, it, at the time, not even really, um, paying attention to it, you know, just being like, oh, well, that person is a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, but we ain't cool at all. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. love you from a distance, man. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, uh, it's there are certain individuals that, um, honestly, it's like, uh, 
behind everything that they do is there's an agenda. So for you, it may be that you really care for this person and everything because you're doing it out of love. You know what I'm saying? You may be, um, say getting flowers or, you know, saying, uh, getting a thoughtful gift for someone and everything that may have, you know, saying, uh, illness in the family or something like that, something going on. But for them, uh, it's just say here, Oh, thank you. You're such a sweet person. You, you did this for me and everything. I really appreciate that. They kind of get that uplift. Um, because what it is, it's like a dysregulation in them. You know what I'm saying? They need that outside kind of, um, encouragement and uh or you know saying love and everything to kind of feel something but the trick is though um they are very master just master manipulators right um and that's one of the things like for many that once they notice this you know saying they would want to help they would want to um they feel bad about you know saying for them and everything and which is understandable, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially um, if you are an empathic person, you know what I'm saying, heavily, right? Um, and went through um, certain things yourself. Uh, some people, they are highly sensitive and everything. Uh, and that's one of the things that kind of come from this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's so long. But one of the things, too, is, you know what I'm saying, they kind of prey on that, right? Um and it's where they kind of manipulate, you know, saying things where they want you to, you know, saying kind of have, oh, I can help this person. I can, I can, you know, saying God, then the sad thing is you can't change anybody but yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's some, sometimes you, you have to let go and just give it to God. Um, because as we researched and everything and looked into it more and, you know, saying that, uh, doctors like Dr. Carter, Dr. Romani, uh, Romani, um, and other individuals that have, you know, saying experience with this and, you know, saying various, uh, uh, therapists and all. One of the biggest things is these people will not change. Um, some don't even notice that there is an issue. You know what I'm saying? It's their perception of life. It's their, the way they see things and all you are here for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so they would have crazy demands and all, um, where they won't even uphold that themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's what they kind of demand from you to what they can get out of you and everything. Um, and it's so much into it. Um, and it is the more, you know, since I started learning on this, it was where I started thinking back. I'm like, man, that joker was, you know, saying probably was like this and, man, like that. <laughs> and then, you know, saying like, like he was saying, man, it's, it was where I started thinking to myself, like, man, can I be like, you know, saying, let's, let me see, let me see, just match this up and all. Sitting close and to even, home a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we all have our selfish moments and everything, you know what I'm saying? We're human. We're not perfect. But the thing is, um, for them, it's kind of, it's really hard to admit that, you know, they'll point out your flaws real easily, but to come forth and say that they were wrong or uh, be apologetic generally, right? Cause you, it, you can, you can test, you can see a little sarcasm into it if you, if you pay attention, but that's the thing, like we're, we kind of overlook that sometimes we overlook a lot of things. And that's the thing with, with some of them is different 
types and all. So if it was like a vulnerable or a covert narcissist, right, they'd be more withdrawn and everything, be quiet. You you kind of think they them as a introvert. Um, but the thing is, you know, saying to the outside world, to everybody else, they're cool. They're good. They're loving, you know what I'm saying? They thoughtful, but they don't even know um, it's all a game to them. You know what I'm saying? Like you were saying, like, sadly, if it's for a partner or somebody close, they get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a whole nother story for them that because of that great showmanship and everything, that great display of, oh, I'm such a great person, it's really hard to speak out on. You know what I'm saying? And so these yeah. people, they kind of get trapped into it for a while. Um because if they try to speak out on it, like I said, these, these folks are very, very manipulative. So they'll flip it around, right? And say, oh, no, it's you. You know what I'm saying? They, man, they wrote gaslighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's stupid wild. It's crazy. Because I bet, you know, I know for a fact we've seen it a lot in the military. And that word manipulation is one of the biggest key things I, from when I started doing research. Like, these folks are master manipulators. And like you said, I've been in situations before where maybe even at work, everybody loves somebody. And they're like, he, you know, this person's the greatest. And like behind the scenes, I'm thinking, wow, like, have you seen, like, if you could only see how the snake slithers behind the scenes, but they build up so much rapport on the surface, but no one sees their integrity, the stuff that's happening when nobody's looking. And it's like, you really can't say a lot. Cause like you said, then you just look like somebody who's um, either just, you know, hard to get along with, but it's like, no, you don't really know this person. They're just a master manipulator and everything on yeah. the surface looks one way, but when you peek behind that curtain, it's, you know, it's a shit show, you know, it really yeah. is just uh, a bunch of manipulative tactics. And, and like you said, it's just, uh, it really is a game and it, it's kind of, to me, it's kind of obvious, right? Because it's like a person, like I, I know for a fact, if people really think about it, you can think back to at least one person in your life who their entire goal was just thinking about self-servience and like how you can, mm -hmm. how you help them in some way, like it's always something like you got to fit into it, but what are you bringing to them? And uh, not just any genuine respect or, or love for you, just like mm -hmm. almost. And I think, you probably see it more in political arenas because it makes the most sense there where it's like, you know, I, you know, I'm acting like we're friends, but really I just need you to sign off on, so, you know, it's just very much, um, it, it's tough, you know, but yeah, I think it's super unfortunate, but once you know the traits and once you start doing the research and, um, you know, I got, you know, we researched it pretty heavily, but there was a lot of specific things like the four D's there's like, um, the, denial and they're, they're always flipping the script uh the last one was like dismissal deflection. or something deflection yeah that was the big one for me like the deflection like you said it's like we all have flaws and you know I, I always say i feel like i have more than the average person but if you can't recognize those there may be a good chance that uh you know you might have some issues in that way man uh <laughs> it's um, like I said, we all have flaws and everything. And like, you know, saying before we started, you know, saying I'm gonna struggle with the light and all. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's where it's like, uh, they can't really admit to it. You know what I'm saying? And they are, uh, very deceiving, you know? Um, and, and the thing is though, for some, so it's, it's easy to point out for some, but if you, if you know what to look for, you know what I'm saying? And then to, um, as we had already stated, they, they're master manipulators, like to the point guys where 
even therapists are tricked by these people, these individuals. Like it's wild. Um, if they're not trained into it, if they don't kind of get a heads up, they get sucked in and you're trying to get help. Like if it's a, a couple's counseling or, you know, saying whatever, um, if you're trying to get help, they will just flip it and be like, Oh no, that's him. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's her, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and as you had stated, like going through the military and stuff, like you definitely pick up on this stuff. And that's, that's one of the things like in the research and stuff, like, uh, realizing that, a big uh, part of it, like, you know, saying if, when you when you look at between the sex and everything, uh, it's more uh, males that's, you know, saying have these traits and everything than female. Not to say females don't, but uh, males do have a higher percentage and everything. You know, saying, uh, oh, look at me and everything. I'm this big macho guy and, you know, saying one all eyes on, you know, saying certain Keep individuals talking. and stuff. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, saying just look at all the beautiful colors. But um they are also very shallow right it's uh just a surface kind of thing so when you're talking to them and all you you will be able to tell like when you when you try to you know saying pay attention because at the same time you know saying just being honest like for myself and everything sometimes you know saying i just i overlook these things um with uh at times and everything uh before <laughs> looking into it i ain't gonna lie like yeah, just sitting there like eyes wide open, but um, we're overlooking and everything, and so in the conversation, won't even realize that this person is not even interested in what I'm saying until you know, what I'm saying you kind of build a relationship and everything, and it's like, man, you you weren't even listening this whole time, whatever, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> or um, it was a post I had made a while back, man, and it's you know, what I'm saying it was it was it said. If people looked at others as people instead of opportunities, you know what I'm saying? It'd be a little bit better uh, of a society and everything, or, you know what I'm saying? We would kind of be better off. And I was saying that because uh, these individuals, they don't really think of people as the same or anything. You know what I'm saying? It's just an opportunity. It's just to get a leg up and everything. You know what I'm saying? It's what you, like we said, what, what can you do for me? Um, and what can I get out of this and all instead of, you know, saying really trying to give, you know, saying, um, and it's different phases to it and all, you know, um, as you said, the four D's and everything, and it's just, you know, um, it's levels to it. So they start off, uh, at times, um, especially if they're, uh, vulnerable or covert, you know, saying you don't really, you can't really make out if, you know, saying it's not like a grand, you know, saying, uh, uh, kind of thing or you're typical narcissist or whatever is like all eyes on me. Some are, you know, they kind of like Batman or something like that, whatever. <laughs> um, so they were kind of hiding everything. And, you know, saying at first they be love bombing and, you know, saying just giving so many gifts and everything and just want to literally be uh, all around you all the time. And, you know, saying, asking all kinds of questions, even uh, kind of being a little transparent themselves, um, but it's very minuscule, um, but it's to open you up and everything and get information from you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's exactly what you said. Like you said, there's just the underneath the surface type stuff. They're almost like giving you a couple of breadcrumbs. So you open up the whole bag and then they might use yep. that against you. And, and 
Um, I was very aware of that. I still am very wary of it, but it almost came to the point where I always like didn't trust that that wasn't what was going on all the time, kind of thing. To where yeah. you're like, nah, bro, you can say whatever you want to say. I'm not giving you no information that then yeah. can all of a sudden be used against me. And you know, while I'm thinking about, you know, there was this big thing. I don't know if you ever heard of the 50 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. It reminds mm. me of those type of people who like they chose that book to be their whole life, and then everything had to be about power. It's like. Mm -hmm. everything had to be about manipulating somebody to get somewhere. Like, I feel like everybody who finally read that book thought, you know, this is the blueprint to my life, but it just doesn't work that way. You can't always yeah. think of everything as like a, what can you do for me relationship? The best and most meaningful relationships I've had have came from places of just genuinely love and respect for a person and wanting to see that person mm -hmm. get to the next level. It's like, when I end up having to cut people out of my life or we don't, we just kind of drift off and we're not like that anymore. It's not that I don't want to see you eat, just not at my table specifically. I'm never exactly. thinking to myself, oh, I hope you fail. And, you know, nah. there's a lot of, even Louis Farrakhan had a quote just about like, when you see somebody fail um, and you just laugh at that person, like really you're just setting yourself up because in reality, if you see somebody fail, no matter what the color of their skin or if you didn't like them or not, like, at the end of the mm -hmm. day, you laughing at it makes you more susceptible to the future going through the same thing and not recognizing it, right? There's there's exactly. always a lesson to be learned, and it's not always um, – I don't know. I feel like people wish ill on a lot of people and, and things of that nature and um, just think about how, you know, they didn't serve you in life. And um, I don't know. I see, I see that a lot, especially in this day and age with all, like – you know, everybody's talking about networking, and, and especially in the career field, it's, it's usually about who you know more than anything mm -hmm. else. So you come mm -hmm. to sometimes fall into the trap of thinking, should I even be talking to this person? What can they do for me? Um, and that's mm -hmm. a rough place to be at. And, and I'd hate for that to be my whole life, like a, like a person with MPD, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because how can you gain trust if you don't give it? You know what I'm saying? How can you uh, gain that respect if you don't give it? You know what I'm saying? And just be genuine with it because it's going to fall through um, those individuals. And, you know what I'm saying? It, uh, as you had said, you, you kind of see through that. You know what I'm saying? It, it may take some time, but it does happen. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, you know, um, as you stated, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not where uh, – you passing any hate or anything like that. You don't want them to, you know what I'm saying, make it in life or anything like that. Uh, I'm just not trying to get mixed up in that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, I want to go for peace and everything and positive energy, and that's not it, you know? Um, and so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, just separate yourself from that and everything, and don't even be involved. If it's, uh, it is uh, a partner and everything, go with the call, no contact. If it's someone that you can't really avoid or anything, or what they call gray rock. Don't give them that, that reaction that they're going for because in the grand scheme of things, it's out of that control. What can, who can I control and everything? What, what can I make this person do or feel right? Um, where they're trying to gaslight you for a reaction or flip uh, a fact or, you know, saying a statement that, you know, saying was said, um, it all kind of affects your, your mental and everything. So you want to block that. Um, and it's one of those things where, especially for those that struggle with lust and all, the, the be transparent and everything is something that I have struggled with in the past and all. And it's where um, just one of those things where you can be 
welcoming that. You know what I'm saying? It's, um, with all this, you know, saying control and being uh, deceiving and all, you know, for individuals that have these this behavior or these traits and everything, they're more known to cheat and everything as well, um, have multiple partners and everything to kind of gain. And, and then too, for you, like, you know, saying somebody uh, does something to you or something, you know, saying, say if they uh, rubs you the wrong way in a comment or something at work, right? You have your limit and everything, you know, saying, but like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know how I should take this or, you know, saying, be like, you know, I don't know if you intended for this to go this way or whatever. <laughs> Right before them, it's oh you did me wrong. It's like a switch, you know what I'm saying? You did me wrong. I'm out to get you. Yeah. By any means, you know what I'm saying? Um, you on the list, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, it, something that you may not even do or put energy towards, they would, you know, what I'm saying go out and smear your name, talk bad about you, and everything, and you know what I'm saying try to break you down or whatever of like an enemy, you know what I'm saying, trying to come in and steal, kill, and destroy. Um, and so it just kind of come in the sense and everything, like someone doing all this bad and someone that really has a hard time being empathetic and trying to love. Um, this is what, you know saying, kind of like someone had said uh, before and everything, like a lot of people don't know that they're sleeping with the enemy. You know, and this it's one thing where we were talking about narcissist survivors and everything. And while uh, one of the gentlemen was saying, you know, they was in a relationship and everything and didn't even know their spouse was on the other team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And that's very true. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about it, God is peace, God is love and everything. And this is opposite. Yeah. You know, like you um, if, clothing, you know, <laughs> yeah, if you're willing, man, like, you know what I'm saying? You could be used by God, but also by the enemy. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's one of the, the sad things about it. You know what I'm saying? And so just trying to distance yourself from it is like the best thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because sadly, from all the research I had done, and, I, and you may have found the same thing, I didn't see a cure for MPD. I didn't see a whole lot of success stories. So, you know, no. I don't want to be pessimistic, but I feel like the best route is to just do what you can to distance yourself and at least hope that um, and I would want to have an honest, uh, an honest, candid conversation with somebody just to let them know maybe why I distance myself. Here's what I think you you suffer yeah. from. That way they're not blindsided because I, I I guarantee you there's probably some out there who just doesn't know. Like if your brain's wired differently and you're seeing it from yeah. a totally different perspective, um, you may not know what you're up to. And maybe no one's ever told you they just distance themselves every time. And you're wondering why these relationships are breaking down or things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But I'd want to let somebody know, I, you know, I think you're a very narcissistic person to a clinical degree. And I don't, you know, until you can figure that out or at least take some honest steps towards that. But at the same time, you know, I talked to you earlier just about a lot of the research I've seen from narcissistic people in therapy, even just said that they end up just getting better at being a narcissist and using those manipulative tactics and now a more educated way to win additional well, what they would consider wins over other people, yeah. you know? So it's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my boy, my boy, Chris, got my favorite thing, you know what I'm saying? It's a catch 22. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, 
because as I stated before, you, you know what I'm saying? You want to help these people and everything. You don't want to just sit there and be like, you know what? Like ghosts, you know what I'm saying? Like cutting you out and everything, yeah. block all that. Um, but at the same time, you let this individual know what's going on and everything. And you're like, man, look, like you, you switched up, you know what I'm saying? And some of the things you said and all, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm getting from multiple people that you're saying things behind my back and everything that's not even true. Like you could have, we could have went to the side and talked about this and that and everything. Um, is, you know, saying if again, they'll flip that around and everything and make it like it's you or uh, someone else and everything. And one of those D's deflect, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or uh, uh, blame shifter, you know what I'm saying? And so like, um, it's really, hard, you know, um, where these individuals, they say, they, they, you know, saying, say like they had a, a very rough life and everything. They had to, um, really just fight for everything they, they have and everything. And, you know, saying, uh, people are always uh, abandoning them or leaving them and everything. And, you know, saying, um, very in a way insecure, you know, uh, due to that and all. Um, but it's, you know, saying it's for a reason and everything. It's a reason why, um, friends don't typically stick around or, um, you know, they have this, you know, saying certain energy and everything, or uh, seem to be upset a lot, you know, it kind of switches and everything. Um, and just, it's like a kind of a careless attitude at times and everything, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so it, it kind of definitely makes it difficult to kind of reach out and be like, you know, Hey, this is, this is why and everything and all that, because you kind of, you give them, you give them those, you know what I'm saying? Just like going into therapy and everything, you give them the cheat sheet, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. And so they'd be like, okay, now I know what to look out for. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's gaining information for them and all. It's like one of the times they would listen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> think about it before and all. It's like hit and miss and everything. Um, where they basically would kind of listen to respond instead of listen to understand. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a tough one. Uh, but it's, you know what I'm saying, where it's more advised to go no contact, um, to leave them to them, you know what I'm saying, themselves and everything. Um, and just pray that they would get it and everything that, you know, saying something would stick and all, um, because the longer you stay there, think of it, all that confusion and everything that back and forth, it does a great deal on your mental, you know what I'm saying? You would have a crazy amount of confusion and everything. You really wouldn't have a good touch of reality. And then to, um, one of the things they tend to do is isolate, uh, like isolate you and everything, uh, friends, family, whoever, right to gain that control over you. the end game is that control. Um, and sadly in the end, uh, discarding you. Um, and by that point they already have someone else and everything in mind. They move on fairly quickly. Um, and you know what I'm saying? If they caught on, you know, have these cheat codes, <laughs> they'll keep that on a hush. And, you know what I'm saying, you would think, oh, well, it's been some distance in time where they had multiple relationships going on and everything and um, doing some crazy stuff and everything to kind of gain you, uh, their wants and desires and stuff out of those, you know what I'm saying, those relationships and everything. Um, and 
putting in breadcrumbs and stuff and just kind of future faking to kind of get ahead and, and all it's it's all a game you know yeah no doubt yeah that's wild i think yeah you're spot on with that and i think it's one of those things too like a true person with mpd it's hard to really understand because they're so much into themselves and in their own heads nothing you really tell them is going to how do you think you're going to break them of that thought process all they can think about is you know what's in it for them and their benefits so it's like nothing you really say is all of a sudden going to make anything really that much different um and you know what's funny as i've gotten older and that's a that's a big reason why i say i just it's hard for me to even be around it because i believe in the force of energy and it's very powerful um it's funny because i, I watched this movie back when i was younger called two can play that game and it's an interesting movie mm. but in one of the scenes mm. anthony anderson's like you know the buddy of a guy who's just explaining how he basically seen his ex. He was angry about something and, you know, ruined his whole day. So he goes over her house and he starts an argument and they start screaming and she was fine before he came over. Right. She was, you know, doing her, living her best life and he <laughs> left. And now the energy that he had transferred to her and he's feeling great. And she's around the house, angry, like just throwing, th like, you know, he's completely transferred the energy back over to her. Mm -hmm. And it, it's funny how they frame it. Cause it's almost like a preach situation, but I swear that has happened before and it's a real thing. So it's very difficult for me to be around people with that type of energy because when a negative energy comes into the room, it's different. Like it almost sucks all yeah. the air out. It's very much like it's huge. It's like what people call vibes. Yeah. It literally drains you. Like some people can just take the air out of a room in a way that's negative and it'll ruin your whole day. So um, mm -hmm. it's one of those things where, hands off usually ends up being the best approach just because and, and like you said once they get the cheat codes it's, it's really over because who's gonna stop them now you know <laughs> yeah and it's um it's it's kind of a crazy thing it's you know what i'm saying it's uh a path of destruction really you know what i'm saying because it, all it is is they getting better and better at it you know um but at the same time you know um covering up you know, saying what's really going on and everything. This is people that really don't recognize um, that they don't see the, thing, the same, yeah, see things the same way as others and all. They um, have difficulty, you know what I'm saying, regulating their emotions and stuff. Um, and, you know what I'm saying, like you said, with the energy and all, you know, they they don't get that. They feed, they feed off of positivity and all. They, you know what I'm saying, they want uh, someone come smiling and everything and just go getting <laughs> and all and giving them uh, compliments and all, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, everyone enjoys that, you know what I'm saying? But they literally feed off of that. They, uh, were kind of making a, a point to be seen or, you know what I'm saying? Like do a, a good gesture and all, but try to make it where everyone else can kind of spot it. You know what I'm saying? That really um, angers me, man. Uh, that, that yeah. one is tough. And it's like you said, it's <laughs> almost like fishing for compliments. Like, have you ever seen somebody like who did a lot of good things, but they always needed pictures to be taken of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, say it's really yeah. bad in this day and age because of the social media craze. But for example, you out there feeding the, like you out there doing something for the homeless, but you'd have filmed it for YouTube or something. You know what I mean? It just takes yeah. a lot out for me. It's like, I've done a lot of things. Like if you want to get exactly. technical, I, I'm sure I could consider myself a philanthropist if I really wanted to, like you give mm -hmm. a homeless man $1 and you could be that. But like, I don't need to tell people, I don't need to film it. I don't need to, 
there doesn't have to be any type of like recognition for me. Like you don't even got to say thank you. It's just what I felt Mm -hmm. like was on my heart to do. And that's the Mm -hmm. end. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like you said, they're almost fishing for those compliments and you can see it. uh, Or or most of the time you can kind of, you can view it if you're observant enough, you know, (laughs) it's it's up and everything, but at the same time is in a way, um, like the way, kind of entertainment in society is now is kind of welcomed and everything. And one of the things that one of the doctors was pointing out was that if you look at like a lot of the action films and all that stuff and everything, and uh, stuff that we're drawn to and uh, within, you know, say some of the movies and everything you have individuals with these traits and stuff, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And trying to get all the girls and stuff and everything and doing these, all this heroic stuff and all, and kind of getting everybody to check them out and everything, look at them. Um, and just want that, uh, attention and all, you know what I'm saying? Or, hey, check out this fancy car and everything, you know what I'm saying? You want to ride into it, you know, let's, let's go out on a date, let's do this and that, whatever. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? There's legit people out there, like, thinking this is cool and stuff, whatever. Um, using people in the end and everything. And when, if you went through it and all, like, it's not fun at all, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a drag. Um, and like you said, like with the energy and everything, like you could definitely feel it, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, with these individuals, I don't know, for some odd reason, right. You'll notice there's always some drama, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. bro, like you could have, you know what I'm saying? A nice weekend outside and everything like, Hey, how was your weekend? And all, oh, it was great and everything. And the next thing you know, girl or man, let me tell you, bro, like this, man, I don't know why this always happens. God dang, what happened to the good weekend? You know what I'm saying? Like, man. But uh, it seems like they kind of always attract, you know what I'm saying, that that trouble or that drama and everything. Um, Whereas you stated before and everything, just trying to have that positive vibes and everything, and you know, going for peace and all. But it's like, that's boring for them. You know what I'm saying? They need that roller coaster ride in a relationship. They need that kind of confrontation at work and everything or uh, out somewhere. Um, it, it kind of gives them that kick and everything, you know? Um, and that's like the, the crazy thing on it because man, who wants to sit there and, you know, you, you already got to go to work, uh, where some people, they may not be enjoying, you know, saying enjoying it or something. And you got to go. I think a lot of people aren't. Majority (laughs) of them, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) How many people you really know, they're like, I was you know, <laughs> we're going in. Hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, like, Calm down, Brad. Calm down, yeah. man. <laughs> It'd be wild. Yeah. Oh, man. It's got dang seven o'clock in the morning. You sitting over here just making like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> know what they day. say? Like, you know, you love your job when you do it, whether you get paid or not. And I just feel like probably majority of these people are, are not in that situation. Like you said, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But you know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll know uh, uh, the difference and everything. You know what I'm saying? Somebody. Um, that negativity and all that they, they bring around and stuff. And, you know what I'm saying? So you, you having a, a decent day and all, and, you know, saying somebody just has so much going on, like you can't even put in a focus to kind of put yourself in a, a clear mind or, you know, saying in a good state, whatever, because they got like everything going on. And it's just, you know what I'm saying? Where it's almost like they demand your attention to kind of, notice this and everything and um as you said like it, it 
it kind of messes up your energy and everything and it's draining. You know what I'm saying? You find yourself tired and stuff, especially like if this is an individual that you're staying with or uh, close family with and all, you know what I'm saying? Like it's harder to avoid. So you're in it, you know what I'm saying? Like for a good time and all, um, it's really hard to take a break and everything. They may have it where they may not straight out say, Hey, don't go nowhere or anything. It'll be some kind of sarcastic thing. They like to put in little jabs and stuff, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you had experienced that and everything. Like, you know, it'll be something uh, that you it really wouldn't be any threat or anything. It, you know, say something that you're interested in doing, and then you know, saying they'd be like, "Oh yeah, you can you can do that if you want to." You know, what I'm saying like, but it's, yeah, it's like a, cer- it's a certain jab and very it. subtle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where it kind of makes you question and everything, but like, you know what? All right, all right, you know, I'll, I'll chill or, you know, saying whatever. Um, when again, it's just to have that kind of that control and everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, manipulation and control are like top two for that, like for, for yeah. those type of people. It's just, and the control is subtle, like you said, though. It's not like outright, like, you know, it's it's not outright, but it's really under the surface and it's passive aggressive. And it's like you said, it's uh-huh. like really underhanded and, and, so it seems to not be that way, but in reality, yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. It's the intention behind it and everything. And you kind of get a sense of that, you know, um, when, you know, after, especially after a while, there's experience and everything, and you start noticing certain things. Um, it's, they say one thing, but you'll notice in their actions and all, it's, it's something different. And like I said, they have, kind of flip this around and all, um, especially, you know, saying like in those times of that isolation and stuff like you, it, it's where, you know, saying I've, I've heard before as well, like uh, a person was feeling like they was being timed, you know, they would visit a, a friend and everything and, you know, try to maintain that, try to keep that upright. So they're just visiting their friends and everything and, uh, you know, hanging out. Uh, or even with their own family and everything, uh, you know, in this instance, it was their mom and everything. And they, they felt like this person was like literally, you know, yeah. timing them to the Clocking point where they called, yeah, they called them up and everything. Hey, it should only take you this much of time to make it to the house. Like, God dang, Google Maps, you know what yeah. I'm saying? What, what the heck? And um, it's, it's crazy because, you know, you wouldn't be able to do that to them and everything. You know what I'm saying? It, it'd be a huge thing. Uh, and that's one of the things too, the anger, <laughs> the anger that they, they have is phenomenal. I don't, I don't know if you had uh, seen any of that, man, but like, it's different from someone being, you know what I'm saying? Normally upset about something, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, it's like a rage almost. Like a rage, man. Um, and it's something that you, you probably would blow off or whatever. Or wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Someone, do something you wouldn't take a certain way, like, oh, they're just trying to be funny or they just, you know, saying they didn't even mean to do this or that. But for them, it's like, oh, they meant to hurt my feelings. Oh, they meant <laughs> yeah. to, you know what I'm saying, make me look crazy or stupid. Game on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's wild. Yeah, that's the interesting thing. Like I said, I really I really pray for those people that are unfortunately living with people like that because yeah, I think especially them. since the pandemic, probably a lot of people got exposed in that way because there's a lot yeah. less opportunity to leave the house and kind of clear that. And, and yeah. you're just in the house with somebody all day who, who's of that build. That's wild. And I think the yeah. only thing that really, because like I said, I haven't seen any cure for it. The only thing that 
probably humbles those type of people is somebody that's a more master manipulator, more controlling. Like if two narcissist people get together, like whoever's the strongest is probably going to eat the other one alive, you know? And <laughs> but is that yeah. great? Cause then that person feels like they're more powerful now. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's, that's, so that's a crazy thing too. So like, that does happen. Like, uh, when I was doing the research and everything, you know, saying it does happen because they kind of have those similar interests and everything like it, either way, they, they're going to try to match up your interests and everything to kind of build that up. So you could kind of, you know, saying be vulnerable. Right. Yeah. But that one is, it's a little different and everything. They, uh, get the same enjoyments and stuff. But the thing is it, I think it kind of ends a little bit quicker. Um, because again, that empathy, that, that love isn't there is kind of, you know, saying it's very surface. Um, so, and what I mean by that, right, is a person could be attracted to your looks, you know what I'm saying? They could be attracted to how much money you have and everything and be stuck on it. Yeah. And it's not, you know what I'm saying? That. Like it is so much deeper, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm a person, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I, I got this and that going on and everything. Like, let's, let's dive a little bit deeper. You know what I'm saying? Like, looks going to fade, you know? Yeah, hey, without a doubt. That's guaranteed. <laughs> running around here looking like some guy thing, light-skinned raisins or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, um, the thing is, like, it's very, very surface stuff, whatever. And so, um, I don't know. I, I lost my train of thought, bro. Um, and so, like, you, you'll be able to point it out and everything where – it's, it's as if like, you know what I'm saying? They really don't care to go uh, any more in depth. Um, and so with that relationship and everything, when it's two narcissists together, um, it kind of ends really quickly to, because it's, it's nothing really there um, between the both of them. Um, and that's one of the things, like when you have someone that's not having those same traits and all, they're constantly going to that person and everything. They're trying to make things work. They're being manipulated into, oh, you don't really love me or you don't really care about this relationship or, you know, this job, whatever, you know, saying it may be. Um, but for the other person, it's like, you have to get me. I'm not to get you to, you know what I'm saying? And it's just a constant battle or whatever, where it, it really doesn't last and everything. They kind of discard each other really quick. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's wild. So, like, um, in your research, man, like, have you seen anything where, like, people, when they experience this, um, like, say if it was in a, a relationship or something like that, um, they get out of the relationship, right? Have you seen where they get back into it and everything? Where they just, like, you know, saying, leave for good? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen too many getting. Back, I haven't seen too many getting back into it because the unfortunate thing is, like these people, like you said, they're not really changing. It's it's very hard to rewire your brain, you know. So, I think people get into. Sometimes people don't really realize it. Like they they might break it off with the person who's narcissistic and not realize like fully what they got into. But then they get into a healthy relationship and they're like, oh man. Yeah, like, and it, <laughs> yeah, and it takes a toll on the healthy relationship at first because they're confused, kind of like, oh, I'm not used to this. Mm -hmm. And they may be guarded a little bit more because they're not really fully understanding even what they jumped out of. But then it becomes yeah. crystal clear in the differences in how they're being treated and the differences in mm -hmm. how, um, you know, certain things are not being used against them. There's not as much manipulation or controlling. So that's what mm -hmm. I that's what I've kind of found. What about you? 
So, uh, it's a bit of a mix, right? Um, for some, like, uh, when you have the longer relationships and everything, people do find it harder to leave, right? Yeah. Of course, like yep. you build up a relationship and everything and it's harder yeah, to accept that. Yeah. It's harder <laughs> to accept that you was the only genuine one and to realize in actuality, that relationship was a lie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was surface to them. They was in it for a certain thing. It may have been, you know what I'm saying? We're military and everything. So, uh, benefits, you know what I'm saying? Uh, guaranteed check, whatever. Right. And you're going in for love. Oh, you can't see the same. You're going in for love and everything. Um, and commitment, you know what I'm saying? You're going in for the long haul, you know, family and all, you know what I'm saying? The, the deeper stuff and everything. Right. Um, and so, like I said, that manipulation to, you know, saying kind of, oh, you really don't care and everything. You don't really love me. You know, saying so you said this and that, but, uh, what's going on with this? You know what I'm saying? They try to do their dirt and stuff, whatever, and try to flip it on you. Right. And so, uh, it's a thing where, like I said before, it kind of messes with your mental, especially if you grew up in a household where this kind of occurred, you're already kind of set yourself into what they call trauma bonding. You know what I'm saying? Where you become dependent and you think that, you know what I'm saying? You're dependent on this individual for certain things and, and they kind of make you believe certain things, whatever, where uh, you feel that you need someone or, you know, saying vice versa and everything where that's not even the case. Um, and so for others, like you said, like that investment and everything, a lot of people don't want to give that up, especially like being in it so long, right? That's kind of what they know. So they get out of it and everything. They get, of course, get lonely and stuff or whatever. They start thinking about this person and all, and they're like, man, we did have some good times, right? Yeah. We, I mean, we, we took these great pictures and everything. We went this and that place. They gave me these great gifts, but at the same time, what came behind that, you know what I'm saying? What you had to do to get that, you know what I'm saying? Because if you would have messed up, would you got those gifts? You know what I'm saying? Would you, would you got that love, right? Would have been insane. It's very conditional. And that's the thing. Um, and so a lot of people, they kind of hang up on that, uh, initial love bombing or honeymoon phase, right? Um, for regular people's honeymoon phase, but yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's love bombing. It's, it's something, it's ridiculous. Um, it's overwhelming, you know what I'm saying? Loving and everything very, very fast. Um, and, you know, saying to kind of keep it simple, but like for, uh, for them, you know what I'm saying? It's, it is, it's hard to get out of that. Um, and so, like you said, they go into a good relationship, right? If they didn't get the proper help and everything and therapy and stuff, carrying that same baggage over. And so, you know, saying it may be something simple where, um, spouse is asking, Hey, you know, uh, about to put dinner on how, uh, when, when to expect you to get home and it may be a flashback or whatever. This mug is got thing timing me too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, shoot, I, man, it's, it's a regular job and everything. It's, it's going to take me so long, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, you know, saying general kind of thing, whatever, you know, uh, or yeah. they actually being concerned about you and all, but it'll yeah, be it'll those put you on edge. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Because you went from, uh, a relationship where you literally felt like you was on eggshells, you know what I'm saying? Um, where you, this person say they care about you. They, you know, uh, they want 
stuff for you and everything, right? But at the same time, you can't really be yourself. You know, uh, it's it's an issue and everything. It's what they rather want for you and all. And it goes to, you know, saying in the workplace as well. That's where I had, uh, I don't know, have you seen, uh, have you seen like if uh, individuals have like a narcissistic boss, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. It's, I it's luckily haven't had to that. deal with it personally, probably since the military, but yeah, there's uh, a... <laughs> yeah. 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 And they, you know what I'm saying? They try to have some insensitives and everything. They may pay you a great deal than what you should be paid or give you little gifts and everything, uh, you know, saying little favoritism and stuff, whatever. Um, and you kind of, uh, but the thing is, you know, you, you slip up or, you know, saying you, uh, you get tired of the low ball comments and everything, you know, saying you get tired of, uh, being treated a certain way behind all this cool stuff and everything is great paying on, but that's the thing. They kind of hold over your head. They, something that they love to do. And then too, they don't tend to forgive, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they hold a grudge like a mug, but they hold this over your head and everything and make it where it's hard for certain individuals to sit there and be like, oh, man, I, I got to feed the family and everything. I'm enjoying this money and, or, you know, man, they blackmail me with this and that and everything. I can't really speak out on this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it's, man, there's some situations where, like you said, it's just where you got to pray for these individuals that's involved, pray for, you know, saying that person that has this, you know, this, this heart and everything, uh, for God to come in and change that and everything, because sadly in the end, you know what I'm saying? You can't change them. You know what I'm saying? Like whoever's yeah, they have to want to close to this person. <laughs> exactly. But it is, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. It, like, have you seen where it is individuals that are capable of knowing these traits and everything? Like when we was doing the research and everything and we looking into it yeah. um, and like at one point, you know, what I'm saying being fearful and everything. Like, oh, geez, man, I hope, I hope this ain't me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and, you know, what I'm saying asking uh, others close and everything like, hey, do it. Do it. Just be real with me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's got a thing. little checklist and everything. Bro. I confuse selfishness and confidence sometimes with certain traits that lean in a mm. little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do the same, though. <laughs> I, I think it's a common thing, man. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Uh, do you have anything else on it? I don't know, man. I, I, I wanted to say, man, I just really enjoyed getting into it a little bit more. Like I always yeah. thought being a psychologist might be an interesting job just because you meet so many different personalities and you get to see kind of how their brain ticks a little bit. And um, I'm just grateful that we're on a platform where we get to um, kind of research those things because it opened my eyes to um, – being more educated on it. Like, obviously you can see certain things and you feel certain things, but it's always nice to have like statistics and people whose whole job it is and expertise it is to study these type of things. And yes, I also want to let the listeners know in the future, you know, what we've been talking about behind the scenes and all transparency is hopefully reaching out to people on different topics who actually do have maybe an educational background on that, or is something that yeah. their job is now and things of that nature, just so 
we can have more educated folks that have had a history and a lot of historical data of treating people or even dealing with these folks. Um, and so mm-hmm. if that's something you're interested in, um, please just uh, reach out to us on, on any of our platforms and, and, you know, give us some questions or some type of um, feedback on, on what you'd like to see there. I know um, in particular uh, Desmond and I both have ADHD. So that's something that we're definitely, yeah. uh, and we've been doing a little bit more research on that. And um, I'm hoping that we can get somebody who has a background on that um, within our network, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's, that's going to be, that's going to be a, uh, one heck of a topic. I, I'll let you know that now, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be something gonna, crazy. It's going to be a singular um, topic because it's just, um, yeah, it's a lot to it. that sticks with you for, well, my whole life and probably your whole life. So it's like, it's yeah. one of those things, you know? Yeah. And, and kind of like this, right. Um, cause to be honest with you, like, this is something still fairly new that they learned in the DSM and everything. The, uh, it's it where we are kind of realizing, you know what I'm saying? Some of the trace of it and everything and just getting into studies and all, um, what to kind of look out for and everything and how to properly go about things. Um, so with the ADHD and everything like, um, a lot of, you know, saying things, whatever, such as, you know, saying our, the work environment and stuff may not be ADHD friendly, you know, uh, school or whatever, you know, saying like at first not really recognizing, you know, it's just where, hey man, we can't pay attention, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, school's a big one for me when I was younger. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, it's something that definitely, you know, saying can't wait to dive into and kind of, all right. So I had touched on, you know, saying with, with this and everything, some people are aware and stuff. And that's one of the things too. Um, and we'll try to give, you know, some put in links or have some way where you can do your own research and everything. That's one of the big takeaways we want to be sure to put out there for you guys to, um, you know, as you're listening and everything, and, and this is going through your minds and stuff, just do your own research on it and everything and uh, your own assessment and everything. Um, like, like we said, we're not experts in this. We're, you know, we're not trying to, um, diagnose or anything. We're, we're just simply trying to put out some information and everything and just help others that, you know, saying may have been in relationship or, or in a relationship or have, you know, uh, areas where they are with these individuals and everything and just try to, you know, saying protect them and everything and give that peace and all. Um, but it is where in some instances that people are aware, you know, um, there's a gentleman, you know, mental healthness and everything on, on off YouTube and everything that he's a self-aware narcissist and all, um, and talks about his journey and everything and talk about how he's going through therapy and everything. Cause just as I said, it's, it, it may be simple for us with uh, having empathy and everything and displaying love and, and giving a general, uh, genuine care for others and all and wanting to understand them. Um, but it takes effort for them at times, you know what I'm saying? Uh, with certain things. And, you know, he's very honest in that, you know, where it's work and everything and certain things grind stick is it is it really gets to them. And I'll tell you for those individuals that, that do go through, are going through the relationship and everything. And, you know, they, 
maybe ruminating or, you know, say thinking on this person and everything and trying to get back and all, they see that as weakness because um, when you get out and everything, you won. You're out of there, right? You finally go into that piece. Like we were saying before, right? You were saying if, when you go, uh, that person may go to a good relationship and everything and be like, man, I, I haven't experienced this before and all, you know what I'm saying? That's the state of peace and everything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You no longer work on those eggshells, but at the same time, um, the person may go back to it and everything, and, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I got you. You was out of there. Would you show that you was weak and everything because you had forgave me and all? And it's like, I'm going to go right back into it. Cover <laughs> yeah. up a little bit. But man, we're gonna be back on this plant, this game, and everything, and I'm gonna sit there and be like checkmate every time, you know? Yeah, it's it's wild, but it's a slippery slope, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah, as Desmond said, I mean, please don't take everything we say as gospel. We we just did some research, and and we'll leave definitely some links where you can do your own, and, and uh, don't always take everybody at, for their word. I mean, um but these are the things that we took away from, from what we, what we researched on. And like I said, it was honestly great um, to get additional insight and stuff. Cause sometimes you just can't put a word to some of this stuff and there's like scientific words for it, or there's something specific. And um, we're enjoying the amount of education that research and different topics yeah. gives us. And we can link that to personal experiences, but everybody's yeah. experience is going to be, is going to be a different thing. And, and, mm-hmm. um, prayers up if you're dealing with a person who's a master manipulator and as controlling as, as an MPD specific person yeah. seems to be. Um, definitely, definitely. And um, just again, just want to, just to say like it, it um, it's a lot and everything. And we, we greatly appreciate you guys, you know, uh, tuning in and listening to us and, and all. And it's, um, as we stated, just go back and, and do that research and everything. And, you know, it, it doesn't cost anything to be kind, you know, um, the world already reminds us how cold it is and everything. And that it does a great job of putting out hate and everything and shaming others for being different to yeah. be that kind person, you know what I'm saying? They do it a little different and everything, putting out that love and all, cause it may make a difference for somebody. Um, individual that may be going through this already, right? Going home to this and everything. Give them some encouragement. Give them, you know, saying somebody some love and all because you don't know what they're going home to. You know, going that's back to true. thug life and all. Yeah, that's that's very true, man. And like you said, I mean, the world will let you know, and and death is a great equalizer as well. And and this world will humble you. So it's a good yeah, sign true. if you're not ever feeling humbled that you might be exactly who we're talking about <laughs> with the simple yeah. stuff, because that was the craziest um, thing I've seen with all my research. I can't imagine I'm humbled almost every day from something. Yeah. It's like, you know, the world will make you feel small, you know? So yeah. um, the fact that they can't even it see that, <laughs> yeah, it lets you know, you know? Oh yeah, for real, man. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, man, if, if you don't have anything else, man, it's been great. And like we said, we look forward to, and, and we're also, uh, always just, uh, just incredibly grateful for everybody that listens. It's, it's still crazy to us every time we see, um, yeah. like there's people listening to us internationally, <clears throat> which is crazy. Um, and it just goes to show that, um, 
certain messages just need to be out there, you know, and um, mm-hmm. we, we're we incredibly grateful that you guys listen to us and anything you want to see next, like I said, just don't hesitate to shoot us a message on something. We, we got so we got almost every social network now and social media account. <laughs> and uh, you can always drop us a voice message through, through the Anchor app or something. Just um, we look forward to hearing from you guys and even situations that you might be going through that you want to talk about or, or anything like that. Um, doesn't always yeah. have to be publicized. We can generalize it for these episodes, but um, we're really enjoying being able to talk about things that we've experienced on our separate paths with the autobiographies we're creating and uh, we exactly. look forward to reading y'all's as well. Exactly. Very well said, man. And it's it's a great pleasure. And as Chris said, just want to say thank you for so many for their great support. Um, it's a great blessing to be able to do this and be able to help so many others and everything. And um, we love to have this platform and all. It's, it's therapeutic for us and everything. It's um, a, a great pleasure to really... Uh, be able to speak on these things and uh, these different topics and all. Um, and just, I don't know, again, the amount of support is really awesome. Um, and I don't know, I'm, I'm really just, uh, it's really awesome, man. And I, I really just can't wait to see what happens next and everything where God leads us and all, because as we write this, you know, some of these autobiographies and everything and just going through our, our paths and all, it's a, a truly a blessing when the paths cross and everything with certain individuals like you and everything just doing this, man. And as we was talking about with the lottery and stuff, whatever, we'll, we'll take chances with that and everything. And we leave up things with the different coincidence and all. But the, the thing is with different experiences and everything, when you link it with others and all, I don't know, it's kind of hard to say it's a coincidence at times and everything is just truly a blessing. So I would say, man, it, it is. It's truly a blessing to be doing this and everything and be putting out this stuff, man. Without a doubt, man. Um, hope everybody listening has a good day, a good week, a good weekend, and just uh, keep pushing, man. You'll be surprised how much you can adapt. It's, you're an incredible person, and the ability to bounce back is uh, an underrated trait, but I guarantee you it's in everyone. Yes, and if you are um, – and, you know, saying these relationships or the situations and everything, you still having the ability to care and put out love um, is a lot, right? Um, it's a great deal because you still there. This person hasn't um, taken you away from yourself and everything, right? Um, it's truly a blessing and everything. So do what you can for yourself and everything um, to be in a better place. Like we said before, um, it isn't fair for our listeners and everything if we're not at 100% or anything. And we just want the same for you guys and everything to seek that help and everything and get what you need to be at that 100%, if not very close and all. So you can be there for your loved ones or, you know what I'm saying, for the most part, be there for yourself as well. Um, Nobody knows yourself better than you, you know? So it's, it's just really, you know, saying try to, uh, just sending out that encouragement and everything, you know, that's huge, man. I think that's big. I mean, and that's, I think the difference between genuine care and people and, and somebody with NPD, it's like advocating for yourself is very different than 
being like, what can you do for me? You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the person who's yeah. the same person who's narcissistic is always thinking about them. At some point you need to think about you and advocate yeah. for yourself. And like Desmond said, the most tragic thing you could do is lose all that love and lose all that trust, get out of that relationship and then make it hard on your next relationship. Just because that person mm -hmm. with MPD has broken you down to the point where you know, you're just a shell of who you used to be and you're always on edge and thinking somebody's um, looking to harm you. Exactly, man. Exactly. Well, That's man, great, Chris. <laughs> yes, sir, man. It's, it's been a blast. And, and thank you guys for listening. We, we truly appreciate it and can't wait to see you next week as well for uh, another episode. It's going to be a good one and I think it's going to be a tough one, but I think it's necessary. Oh, yeah, man. 